Hello, everyone, and welcome to Pizza Roundtable, part of the Pizza Club Network, where we host some of the biggest pizza personalities uh, in the pizza industry. Uh, you're here tonight with us for Pizza Roundtable, where we get to talk about some of the biggest news of the week. Uh, I'm here with my co-host, Jim Mumford. Jim is both a cookbook author and a writing contributor for the media publication Inside Hook. Jim, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, bud. Good evening. Good evening to you as well, my friend. How are you doing? Good. Sock with snow, but uh, good. Hanging in there. How about yourself? I, I, I hear it's your birthday. I'm going to just leave with that. <laughs> what, what are we, 28, 29, something exactly, like that? Exactly. Exactly. Maybe just so. plus plus 10. I'm on that one before the before the mm. four oh. So getting oh, there, man. I'm getting there. Thank you. I'm thank sure you, thank you're going you. to celebrate with some pizza either before this after this you know what i made some pizza with my my kids earlier today so perfect and it worked out yes good for you i'm Um, sure you use my sicilian recipe dude i'm i'm i am so waiting to do that with my kids and i i keep just delaying. I don't know why. You, you know you, what? You could have lied to me. I would. I wouldn't have told. I. I you know. I. I can't. I'm just not the kind of guy I am, Jim. <laughs> you know. You know what I was distracted with for one second before we get going this week. I was trying those pizza sandwiches um, over the weekend, and I had some oh. leftover dough. So kind of making like the Neapolitans float. You know, folding them over, and then I was stuffing them with you know mortadella, um, some feared oh. latte, a whole bunch of good stuff. Oh, and I liked them. I'm down for it. I think I think they went over well. Um, have you ever tried these things before? They're they're cool, dude. Yeah, it's 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 the papadilla only with real ingredients. I I love it. <laughs> I, I I grew up with these, right? I mean, these were these were paninis. I you know before the panini, so I'm here for it. Big 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 fan. Ah, excellent, dude. I I will definitely make them again. And to be fair. You can be a little bit more crude with them, right? I just get to kind of get round-ish and then fold yeah. them over. I don't have to worry about making a hole or anything. So I'm, I'm, no. I'm cool, man. I'm, I'm liking them. Great, great for the kids, right? Per, you know, precision Absolutely. goes out the window a little bit. <laughs> this is true. That is the saving grace of them. They can be less precise, <laughs> which works out for me. Absolutely. <laughs> um. All right, dude. Listen. So I know we got a lot of articles tonight to talk about. So I think let's get into them. This one, I, I might as well start off, I think, with the with the article the of the week. Um, and I think our friends here at The Takeout um, actually covered it, as well as, I think, every other media Everybody, publication right? probably in existence. So this one, guys, like I said, this one's from The Takeout covering it. This was Celebrities Ate Pizza in a Bag at the Critics' Choice Awards. The A-list attendees were served some odd slices this past weekend. Did you... What, did you watch the awards, or have you just did you just catch this afterwards? Just, I mean, I caught this in every news article, every everything. <laughs> um, listen, I mean, pizza in a bag is not a new thing, right? You go to, you know, any a good good tavern style place in Chicago, right? You get a beef roll in the bag, right? Th- this is not the big story that they want it to be. Um, okay, but, but to some, right? I get pizza in a bag; it's got to be in a box, but. I don't know where, where I where I came come from. Pizza in a bag is probably more mainstream than the box. Plus, it makes a lot more sense, in my opinion. Now, I, listen, I've gotten many a slice in a bag, right? Kind of mm-hmm. on a on a paper plate, obviously. Yeah. But these these bags were were vertical, right? Yeah. So th- something about that just I, you know I. I 
it's just one of those things where it's just like I, there's like you know this is like serving something upside down, right? Like you would never do that. Why? Yeah, why if a pizza delivery boy hand you the box like this, you 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 know th- say no, thank you. So yeah, that's uh, not yeah, mine. That's not mine. Yeah. <laughs> on the other hand, right, I don't know, if, you know, if there's something lost in translation, like the bag and the bag and the it silly, right? I also saw, you know, some of the toppings. I see gold leaf, which I don't know. I, I'm not seeing that on my my local Domino's menu, maybe out by you, but uh, I don't <laughs> see much gold leaf on pizza. So maybe may, may, maybe it's just a diff, different cultural thing, or a, I don't know, a, a coastal thing. But I wacky, right? I mean, this has got funny enough where even I think, you know, they, they showed a lot of outrage videos of, of the celebs and they're kind of asking, like, where's the actual good stuff, right? Where what are we getting? I think Paul Giamatti right. actually mentioned it up on his speech. <laughs> or like, did everyone get a pizza in the bag? It was kind of humorous. I'm I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie, I've been looking for where this pizza came from and I haven't found that. I don't know if you've scoured and I don't know if it was an in-house catering, right? Because I mean a lot of these like events, right? Someone you're gonna get someone famous to to do something, right? I mean, like you get someone like Wolfgang Puck doing a lot of things with probably like the oscars right but i think someone one of the award shows just had nobu the other day catering so i wonder where this pizza came from and i could not find it so if anyone else out there knows or heard about it i, I yeah. need the inside scoop yeah. tell us what's D- up drop it in the chat my guess is whoever catered it is burying the information uh, <laughs> because they don't want that kind of uh you know, they, point they, they thought they were being revolutionary right and you know pizza in the bag and Right, well, Chicago then does it, so I don't know, but it's not. They they missed the mark and they got roasted for it. That's fair. So. You know, think about that, Jim. Would it? Do you think it? I, I wonder if there's. You know, I don't want to call this um, a conspiracy theory here, right? But had it gone the other way, this would have been quite a, a marketing stunt. If that slice seemed to like be minimalistically good uh, on mm-hmm. a scale, this would have been crazy. Yeah, I. I mean. I, I no publicity is bad publicity. I'd love to learn, you know, who did they mean for it different, right? Where this were trying the thing and it didn't work. Said you idiots, why are you picking up like this? It's not a tote bag, it's pizza. Like I, I I'd love to hear from the other side. Um, but my, my guess oh, is my the God. other side is is hiding and cowering right now because oh. well, they got I mean, literally well, you saw it. I you know, when we when we search recipes, forty different uh news news places picked up yeah. this story. I mean, it was everywhere it's funny you always say that right it's like I, I picture someone in the kitchen like screaming they're like hands hands and everyone's coming to grab it and it's just the first person just like picks them up the wrong way and then <laughs> everyone else is like oh all right like i'll, I'll grab them like that too and then they, everyone goes out and they're just like no <laughs> like why did this happen I, i'm gonna hope that's what happened I, i'm choosing to believe that and I, uh, I think that's the good story that's the good yeah. story to tell about how this how this casualty came to be <laughs> Um, all right. Well, listen. Let let's shift and talk about pizza. Maybe on the on the other side of the scale, um, get into a list, right? And now I, I know list. we yes we talk about lists all the time. It's one of these items that comes up, right? And it's kind of hey man, I can make a list. You can make a list. It could be meritless. There could be something behind it. But at least I think some things when we do see a list that at least we we often appreciate is the idea that there's some basis for how that list was made opposed to just like we picked the top 10 um (laughs) right you're like thanks so much there's no 
you know, qualifications for that in any sort of way. But this one here, which was covered by, uh, was in an, an interview that PMQ did. Uh, and this is with the team at uh, 50 Top Pizza. Uh, and they're talking a little bit about how they come to their selection. So this is, you know, I, I think we're pretty familiar in general yeah. with um, 50 Top Pizza. And, and just to set expectations for everyone, you know, there's two lists, right? Essentially, there's like the list that specifically covers Italy. Um, <laughs> that is, I think, is everyone else, um, just yeah. for, for, for reference of how they do it, which is which is entertaining. Um, I don't know. What have you? Did you see the last list that have come out? Do you follow this one? Do you think before we get into the details, yeah. just is do you think it's meaningful in from a coverage perspective that you're like, hey, I kind of like I'm interested in this one versus maybe a other publication that who knows yeah i mean right pmq very reputable and you know this this is a big deal right it's a big deal to a lot of our friends here on the pizza club you know it, it it's a very prestigious list and i was very happy to see and we'll get into it that there's some rigor put into this a lot more than i would say most other top 50 lists that uh most publications put out so i was very happy to see it you know as we dive in um just the 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 rankings and how Again, meticulous they were, and I, I do love that it's Italy versus the world, which uh, I, you could it's you could make funny. It, it, it's kind of funny. It it really is at this point. Um, um, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, finish your thought, Jim. Yeah, it, it it's it's funny that it is. I mean, you you could argue you could go you know Manhattan versus the world and have the same, but I I listen, I respect, and uh, how about you? What, what what stood out to you in here? Anything you're like? Oh, I didn't think they considered this or. That's a fair point. Well, to be to be honest with you, I I actually thought I, I appreciate the background to it that at least, like there's there's a large team you know that's going yeah. out. They employ or or at least select a number of you know distinctly different individuals from all different type of backgrounds for the most part to kind of at least get a feel for what pizza could be for that area, right? Mm -hmm. Which which is cool, right? So instead of just having quote unquote an expert or a number of experts who or maybe experts in things that they eat or have a distinctive style or, or appreciate maybe just, you know, one part of the craftsmanship to pizza. This seems like the idea of like, Hey, here, this could be what everyday people likes. We feel like that most might be the most meaningful. And, and I mean that with a grain of salt to that, but like the idea of like, we're trying to incorporate everyone um, of who could have pizza. So I, I thought that was a cool idea. Yeah. I completely agreed. Right. It, it's what pizza would people actually eat? Right. It's not the bougie gold leaf pizza or, you know, the, the seven day, the, these are real pizzerias, real people going and checking them out, which is, uh, I, again, admirable, right? It's not just one editor making a list and calling it, yeah. you know, top 50. Yeah, absolutely. So listen, let me highlight quickly from it, guys, just in general, the PMQ, uh, this was um, Rick, I think Rick Heinem, who did the article with Albert Sapiri from from 50 Top Pizza and kind of I'll, I'll kind of paraphrase and jump in quickly around some of the area. But the question was posed to them. Can you give us an idea of how the process of creating your list for 50 best pizzas works? And Sapiri kind of articulates it here being uh, with a very simple and direct system. We first carry out a large survey, which is organized by geographical area and specific case of the US. After this, this survey, they proceed with anonymous visits by simple paying customers. For the U.S. guide, all of the inspectors are based in the USA, and there are very different nationalities and have different perspectives. We did this in order to better represent the pizza world that operates under the banner of the Stars and Stripes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like we said, though, right? They're trying to get a distinctive perspective of it, right? So like, I think that's cool. I just I can appreciate there's context around that and. 
you know kind of highlight too as well it's not just the pizza right and they do note that you know they also they also critique available beverages wine beer etc the service and the hospitality which is in the modern pizza world makes the difference so i thought that was a really cool part that they highlight that it's not distinctly just simply your pizza it's the whole shebang right it's how you operate what you're putting into the ethoverse as your as your pizzeria <laughs> not just the simple product right but the hospitality hospitality and service are important right man that's what brings you back to places and as that's well as exactly. food but right it, it's yeah they talk about the hospitality they talk about the place the pizzeria the vibe um which again is really important so i i thought this was cool very cool list um, I will note, right, though, that um, it, just the highlights here does say in this, in terms of consumption of pizza, the U.S., it is the largest and most important market in the world. Uh, I didn't think we'd ever hear that, but it is the case, guys. The U.S. is the most important pizza market in the world. I I can't disagree. Probably is. <laughs> I mean, I, I'll, I'll check out Statista and see what kind of lists they're at, but. Oh, it's good. It, it was good. Very well written article. And, uh, you know, hats off to PMQ for letting uh, giving us an avenue behind the curtain a little bit, which I thought was uh, was pretty cool. Yeah, I agree. I'm with you there. All right, cool. Well, listen, let's 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 start, let's shift to number, another one of our favorite um, pizza publications in general. This one out of Pizza Today. Um and then this is actually from a uh, member of the uh, of the pizza club here. Um, mm. This is from an, an interview here with Sirhan, uh, with Sirhan uh, Ayan. And Sirhan is, um, he has a, a pizza company, Next Level Pizza. I think he kind of focuses on doing pop-ups and consulting. I follow him on Instagram. He, he makes a number of like beautiful pies and they're, and they're pretty distinct, right? They're, they're, they're different. They're awesome. They're really creative visual. He's really artistic with his, with his pies, which is, which is really cool. And so this article kind of highlights that. And I think Jim, you'll appreciate this one from that perspective of that. The article itself is about unconventional pizza toppings and essentially yeah. kind of, you know, where to draw some inspiration <laughs> around that. So as we, as before I get into it and kick it off, I mean, Jim, in general, man, your thoughts on unconventional pizza toppings at large, right? I mean, I know yeah. you're not a, a traditionalist or purist, but give me your no. thoughts around them. I, I love it, right? I mean, I think there's a difference between stunt food, right, and marketing ploys and this, right? This is art. You know, this these are really good pies, well-crafted, well, you know, thought out. Um, so I'm all for it. So long as it's not pickles or, you know, that, that cheeseburger pizza we did a couple, couple of weeks ago that had all the mustards and the, right? The, the, these are well-crafted and I'm here for it. Um, and I, I love seeing some of the combinations they talked about here. Yeah. Listen, I would have eaten the cheeseburger pie if it was Once. out of the, out of, out of the prison one, if they were making the, the cheeseburger <laughs> pies from the, from the prison that was making pizzas, I definitely would have tried it. Um, <laughs> uh, but first here, all right. So in general, like Saron takes us through a couple different sections of it in general here. So first he said, you know, bet the farm. One place where I frequently discover new ingredients is at a local's farmer's market. I know this seems, to be honest, I know this seems, you know, cl cliche if you just look at it at its surface level. But to be honest, like, this is probably one of the coolest places to, to find inspirational ingredients i actually just recently found a pretty cool uh farmer's market in charlotte oh. near uptown but actually just near the airport and it's cool man i just love 
perusing and seeing like what's the fresh produce that everyone has and i i it's cool there's some things i haven't seen or talking to people and like hey how do you how do you use this i'm not familiar with this being down here what do you do with it it's cool can you draw some inspiration from that what do you think yeah i i think it speaks to just the heart of pizza right pizza is such an artisan food right it comes from you know the ground the garden the hands uh so going to the farmer's market and say here's what's fresh here's what you know here's what i created and it, it speaks to the vibe of pizza right um and I, I love it and i love just you know like you say bang the farm cellar root on pizza never would have thought of it yeah. makes absolute perfect sense all right it's in season you know you pair it with something nutty and it is I, it looks sounds fantastic so i mean th- this is where you draw inspiration from from the earth right from from uh you know what what what's around you and you know farm to tables thrown around way too much but i feel like pizza kind of is the og farm to table um so I, yeah. I I love it, and I I think I might actually try this one with the pancetta. It sounds like okay. a perfect match. I agree, dude. It, it looked great. Uh, I mean, yeah. listen, if you and if you don't want to be, um, if the farmers market might not be your first stop, you know, Sirhan Asshole notes kind of walk down memory lane, like draw a little bit from your from your childhood, right? So he has a pie here, an, a Hawaiian. <laughs> kind of inspired pie um, for the most part, right? Take your snack food uh, and kind of revisit that. Um, you know, the Hawaiian, he kind of notes the Hawaiian pie's kind of origins here uh, and kind of put a little bit of a, a mix on it, right? In general, with like a Chex Mix to it. Like, this is just so wild. cool, man. Yeah, it's absolutely wild. The Hawaiian pie, which was first from Canada, by the way. Um, yeah, I, I like yeah. it, right? It's, you know, there's, like I said, there's stunt food. And there's inspiration. And I, I think draw the inspiration from what's around you um, and, and have fun with it, right? That's the whole thing is don't take it too seriously and have some fun, which we're doing here. And I, I think so. The, I'll highlight just the last one from him too as well. You know, it's kind of here. Tap into your collective consciousness. This was kind of cool, right? Where he kind of highlights, um, I think it was a Claire... Uh, Claire Sippets, um, who did a blood orange oil cake, and then and then uh, Chris Bianco, um, right, who's famous for making pizzas. Everyone's going to know as well, yeah, right? Yeah. But two distinctly different mediums, right, of food, and, and drew inspiration to to make his own dish. And and this one, I can I can kind of tap into myself the most. I'm I'm a very visual person, right? So I love seeing something just creative colors and being like, oh, let me, I may make something different or put a twist on that. And that's that's kind of the theme for this one, which is cool. What about you? Are you are you Jim, are you normally like flavor driven when you put things together or do you see something they're like, hey, that's gonna be cool. You know what I mean? Do you eat it? Do you eat it, take it away and think about it and like, can I remix that? Or do you see something or like, I gotta try that and make my own? I, I'm a flavor guy first. You know, I may and maybe that's a little atypical. I'm flavor and then you know, plating's not my thing. I'm not artistic in that way. But when I see, you know, that tangerine pizza and just how well thought out that was, I go, wow, right? That's not something that I would have thought to do. That's art. And 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 that's the cool part. That's what you're trying to do. Um so and kind of made me think, all right, how can I plate things? How can I, you know, I'm my Sicilians, how can I bring out the colors and do some fun things? So, right, it's one of the one of the few articles in recent memory that made me kind of think, here's how I do things, maybe I can do it different. So I thought this was cool. I I you know, what a contrast from the, the pizza in the bag article, but really again, <laughs> c- cool to think about how food is and how it kind of relates to you know the 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 world around you and the food around you. So I I, I yeah. thought this was cool. I'm th- this one's bookmarked for you know the the reread and the highlight and the the kind of fine tooth comb personally. 
I'm with you, man. That was awesome. Good. Shout out to you, Sirhan. That was great, man. Good That's article. Awesome. Well done, to, Sirhan, Sirhan was actually on um, just a week or so ago, and he was making pizza uh, live. And I believe um, Rob from Tagalio Pizza in Long Island was commenting on it. So go back, check that one out. There's a video on it. You probably have some pretty good pies there to check out. So That's pretty cool. Take a look. Um, all right, let's keep on going. Another, another back to PMQ, man. I think we're going to highlight a bit of a regional style um, that I think, Jim, I'm interested if you've ever tried. So oh, this we, one. We both know I have, but. <laughs> <laughs> this one is titled Arrival to New Haven Style Appease Packs a Peppery Punch. So this rival to the New Haven Style Appease Packs a Peppery Punch Colony Grill Signature Oil is a must for maximum enjoyment of the Connecticut's brand's uh, Cracker Thin crust pie so jim any familiarity with this yeah I, I i had the pleasure of going to colony grill um a bit ago it's it's really cool right because it's it's a bar pie cooked like in a beets um and yep. it it has the flavor of kind of a new england greek pizza if anyone's had that with like that kind of distinct i call it oiliness but in the best way um it, it's a really unique pizza right and then with the the heat on it um you know, I, I, I don't know I call it a regional style necessarily because it's not prevalent outside of one chain, but I've had it. It's really good. Um, I tried to create it at home. Failed <laughs> uh, because it, it, it's very tricky, right? Because it, it's kind of the best parts of all these styles. And it's kind of th their recipe is dialed in clearly, right? They've been doing it for decades. Um, so very familiar. How about you? I'm sure you've, you've had Colony Grill. I have. I've tried it. I mean, the, the oil honestly is is delicious. I'm I'm down for some spice, um, and it definitely brings it. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, the the cracker thin is not is not my ultimate favorite, but I, I, I the way this cheese melts and the thinness to it, I I totally appreciate this pie, and, and I would eat multiple in a row. Um, that that's for darn sure. I actually didn't know that the owners were of Irish American descent. So cool. I do feel that I'm now allowed to continue making pizzas as I <laughs> share a similar background here. And so we need to be on the outside. If they can, if they can achieve, we all can is, is how I'm thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, I, I would have guessed, right. They would have been, you know, Greek, right. It, it feels like that. So Irish yep. this is cool, right. What, what a cool story to celebrate, you know, not only a, a style, but a family. I mean, that's really what we're doing here. Yeah, and I'll, I'll note, I mean, just if anyone's not familiar, check them out on the list, guys. Colony Grill, I think they kind of highlighted, too, in the article here that Daily Meal ranked them in 2018, number 26 on the 101 best pizzas in America. So, I mean, they, they are known, and, and then they're expanding. I think they have seven, eight locations now, and they're 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 growing out of their original Stanford, Connecticut uh, location for sure. Pretty cool. All right. Yeah, man, definitely. All right, so... Another, another. As we as we think a little bit more around expansion, mm -hmm. um, we'll 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 talk about our final article here from from PNQ. Um, this one is it's um, a legacy pizza brand takes convenience to new highs with a new store model. So this is Mr. Gaddy's um, Pizza. Now I, I'm not too familiar particularly with their offering, but looks like they're Texas based and they've got 140 plus looks more like full service kind of restaurants that are there. But the idea here is that they're expanding these and are looking to introduce a convenience store plus pizza. So think something like a Casey's 
Wawa or Hunt's Brothers um, yeah. kind of expansion. So, I mean, 140 kind of stars uh, stores that you have in your portfolio already and you're going to start expanding. I mean, it's, it's a good start. You've definitely got some clout behind yeah. you there. But the reason I, I highlight it is we've been talking a lot about um, a lot. convenience store, C-store type pizza, right? Casey's, is, I feel like it comes out of my mouth every single time we're on. Every time. On. Um, and so does, so does Wawa, right? Or some other variant of it um, mm -hmm. as we're comparing them. And so just to see these people kind of increasing um, the idea that it, it's catching on, I wonder what this is going to look like. Do you do you ever think to stop like C-Store Pizza Gym in general? Like if you're seeing it on the road, is it, is it one of the stops you're looking for as opposed to like an alternative? I guess I'm saying, do you think of it as like travel destination, like convenient to have, or are you seeking yeah. it out in your daily life to be like, you know what, I'll check that out. You know, I, I'm not seeking it out, um, and it's, you know, again, it's truly convenience. It's a point-of-sale thing, but kind of thinking back why are Casey's and Hunt's Brothers successful, it's because in a lot of small towns, this is the food, right? This is kind of the thing within 15 minutes, so I'm not surprised that in Texas, again, a very, you know, large area where you drive a lot, there, there's some areas of not so much why these can be very popular and why there might be an untapped market, right? I mean, clearly Casey's and Hunt's brothers have shown us that, that there's something here and people are smart and they're saying, all right, let's, let's get it. Right. And pizza's kind of that perfect food, right? It's well-loved. It's something that can be heated very quickly. Um, so I, I think, I think this is going to be a thing. Will I think we're going to keep seeing it. And again, I don't think it's a destination for you and I, I think it's more of how can we get food out to literally everyone in the U.S. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's that's a fair point. I think we've heard a lot of if you if we're if you're ears to the ground of, of the food world in general we've heard a lot about kind of being like the last mile right for delivery yeah. of everything and so the idea of these convenience stores being you know the de de drivers of pizza delivery or, or pizza to others i'm sure it'll continue expanding with other foods too right and that same idea so yeah so interested I, to follow interested to follow i am though you know curious about quality right because certain point quality will yeah. always win out um, I, I do believe that in something like pizza. So this is going to be an ebb and flow, but uh, I think it's a good one. I think this is one we're going to talk about for a long, long time. Yeah, it's like it's like on the verge of, of what I think we've heard. And I want to say like drop from from the like current like Rolodex of items all the time, which was like robots, right? And we were yep. all talking last all year, in. the year before, constantly robotic automation in pizza. Who's making the next vending machine? Who is making the next like mini production line facility? And mm -hmm. there's definitely some people that are really are really doing it. And by no means is it falling, but it's I've I've heard less about it, but I wonder if, if as we continue expanding in these C store spaces, if we see automation come in, take over, right, in the same kind of way. And yeah. and what will that quality turn into, right? The epic battle of the the bizola versus the robot right in in general that's there absolutely yeah great point right what time where does automation and science come in and oh it's fun um i speaking of i do have bad news i did not get the job from casey's i'm not going to be their beer and pizza ambassador so but um i know i'm sorry i was really looking forward to that uh but hey you know <laughs> any other company see you know c store company wants to consult me i am uh, very cheap be is beer as a minimum as uh, that from a requirement it, for compensation? It, it's beer and pizza, not pizza and beer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll forward anyone that reaches out to, to you. Don't it. worry about appreciate it, buddy. You, buddy. <laughs> 
Um, all right, let's turn. Let's turn. We'll turn serious for for just a moment. Um, and this one out of the the Daily Signal. We won't dive into it too much, but it's just one that I want to highlight. So, out of the changing landscape, where we think about um, minimum wage, and this one was twelve hundred Pizza Hut drivers among first victims of California's twenty dollar minimum wage yeah. folly. So, this one's a difficult one in general, and I think you know, we've we've heard a lot in general about people understanding the business owners in, in California and understanding how, how minimum wage or these restaurant kind of rules and, and legislative items are going to really impact um, what that looks like for, for the workforce in general. Awesome to, to earn $20 minimum wage, but tough to earn that if you don't have a job, right? In that, yeah. in that same respect. So. Yeah, this, it, it, it's tough, right? And, you know, as pizzeria, as we talk about here with a lot of our friends, right? Do you, you know, third party out your delivery, you have it yourself, the pros and the cons, and then you see something like this where, you know, the math doesn't doesn't work to Pizza Hut, you know, it's not in their interest and we can, you know, debate that, but it's tough, right? I mean, pizza delivery is was kind of the first delivery and broke in and now I feel like it's becoming a almost a victim to all the other delivery options. So uh lot lot, lot of socioeconomic factors here. Um but yep. you know, I, but you look at Domino's who's partying with the third party and say, okay, you know, we're going to do some other things and try to lower our costs to maybe pay it forward. And apparently Pizza Hut just, uh, just didn't feel that way. Yeah, it's it's a tough one. I think we'll we'll see more headlines come out um, as it goes all across the food industry, not not just pizza um, as well. So it's definitely yeah. a story to follow what the impacts are going to be there. Absolutely. Um, all right. So. Let's shift then to this story. It was out of the kitchen. And I, I found this one interesting only because it's it's like when you get pizza-esque things from like the supermarket in general, right? There's always, to me, there's always interesting parts to it, right? There's there's pizza sauce, right? And then there's also this idea of a pizza crust mix. And yeah. I, I know for those that have made pizza, which is a, a lot of people, right, yeah. for the most part, there's minimal ingredients that that go into that, and you can really get a, a pretty quality product. You start with good quality items coming into it, but there's not a, 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 whole, a huge array, right, to to create this. We're not we're not creating like a, a, a or like a, I don't know. I'm trying to give a good comparison of something with a thousand different ingredients in it, right? But like in general, this is not pizza dough. So I'm interested in the one dollar grocery you should the one dollar grocery you should always have in your pantry. It regularly saves dinner in my home. This one is a Jiffy pizza box crust mix. So, Jim, I'm first. From are you familiar with this product uh, at all? I am. So, so Jiffy's a Michigan brand, right? Something yeah. very prevalent here. Um, I am familiar. Um, I have used this. It makes great okay. things. I have used this. It does not make very okay. good pizza. <laughs> it is a very good, quick dough, right, for a flatbread. For guys, okay. the, 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 the pizza sandwiches we were talking about, this is it, right? Um, yep. It is, I don't know what to put it. It's got, you know, that jiffy um, shortening in it, right? It's got the flour. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's biscuit mix. I mean, that, that's really okay. what this is. It's biscuit mix without the, that amount of leavening. Um, so I have used it. There's probably some in my house. It makes terrible pizza, but it does make some pretty cool. If you want to do pigs in a blanket, if you want to do, you know, some turnovers or, you know, something like that, this is a cool yeah. thing, especially with kids. So I, I'm not going to completely hate on it, 
But like you said, you're not trying to replace something like frosting or shortening or cake box cake mix yeah. or easier. So I mean, pizza has four ingredients, five, right? I yeah. Are they just selling us the flour? Um, that's the thing. That's what to me. That's what gets it. Like I, I yeah. and I think about it also from and I'll, I'll, I want to highlight the the Jiffy pizza mix box looks distinctly similar to the jiffy pie crust mix box mm -hmm. <laughs> right? i mean it's literally <laughs> you could grab the wrong one um you're making a different kind of pie but um is there is there seasoning to it i'm wondering kind of what makes it unique is the idea behind it just that like hey it's pre-measured i can just add water like that's totally great or and or is there like spice like to it to make it pizza-esque and and do we need spice ever in like our dough recipes for pizza off of that just to pivot and think about it a lot to unpack there so no it's basically just a flour um okay. some some salt a little bit of leavening and the shortening right that's all it is i would be willing to bet the pizza crust mix and the pie crust mix are probably mm -hmm. identical i mean truly and i don't okay. mean that in a bad way I, I bet they're very similar yeah. um now, we talk about seasoning. I'm totally anti-seasoning in my pizza dough. I feel like it burns. It gets lost at the end. I think that's a whole other night that we could get into. Um, but like I said, I don't hate on Jiffy mixes. I like them a lot um, yeah. for the convenience and the, the way they treat the shortening right and they make it granular. That's pretty cool. Um, it mm -hmm. has a lot of advantages. But, yeah, never use that for pizza. Please go go your local pizzeria. Buy some dough if you're really sure on time. Fair. Also a great alternative. I just wanted to quickly show that the outcome here. It doesn't look bad from a high, like for perspective for a homemade pie that someone put together. I'd be okay with that. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's, but again, um, it's, I haven't it's, picked it's, it up. I haven't lifted it. I don't know, you know, but I just visually is like, all right, they did an okay job for it. I, I don't want to poo poo someone making their own food and trying, right? If, they, if this is, you, you don't feel comfortable with the yeast dough and you want to start here. Great. Good for you. You know, absolutely go for it. Uh, but this is, this is a stepping stone towards pizza pizza greatness. This is not the destination. Agreed. Ah, good point. Good point. Right. Maybe a good maybe a good entry entry into it. If like, hey, I want to want to get my hands wet, literally, uh, right, and, literally. Give it, and give it a try. <laughs> give it a try. I'm um, gonna send you a couple boxes. I, I want you to make some pizzas for next week, and uh, you report back. I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to my local supermarket and pull both boxes, the pie box and this one, and, and look at the ingredients on back. And I'm gonna take them and I'm gonna tag you in it and see what we think. What right, send like. me a picture with all the nutrition. <laughs> I, I I I would bet your next paycheck that they are the same thing. Um, you're lucky the show doesn't doesn't really fulfill my my pay needs. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, listen. Speaking of of pay, um, someone's paying a lot to to help uh, out in the pizza world, and so this one is out of the New York Post here. And if you guys are familiar with pizzeria, which you should be, which I personally, be. to be honest, do not think it's getting enough hype. That even though it is in the media a lot, it needs more. This is um, the owner of Finney. Um, F-I-N-I -I Pizza, which is out of New York, which is awesome. I love this little crown logo. But Brooklyn Pizza owner spent 60K of his own money to pick up street trash after street trash after city failed to. So um, right here, this is Sean Feeney, a finance veteran turned owner of Brooklyn's uh, Finney Pizza, spent 60000 on uh, setting up like garbage bags, having, sorry, garbage cans, having collecting pickup like an every other day basis. He essentially laid these out all over like his neighborhood in front of the pizzeria and in front of like other businesses nearby. 
his team services the pizza in general. I mean, services the, um, you know, the cans in general just to keep the area clean. And it's just awesome, man. It's a good story to hear. And it's sad to see that he had to do that, but it's awesome, like, cleaning up the community around there. Like, really cool, man. Why not? Uh, yeah, absolutely well put. Sad they had to do it, but it just speaks, right? Pizza is such just a communal thing. It always has been. And, you know, kudos to him for saying, this is my community. These are my people. You know, I live here. You know, my customers, uh, you know, walk these streets. So good on him. Now, if I'm, you know, the, the politician in charge of that particular block, I should be a little embarrassed, right? Yeah. Um, yep, and, yep. and I hope they are. And this gives some light into maybe making, making it a little bit better. But again, right, it, it's all about serving community. Like I said, the pizza is just a communal thing. And uh, kudos to him. And I hope everyone goes goes and buys an extra slice next time, uh, next time they're in the neighborhood, or even if they're not. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So he was, just for reference and background, he was part of that like uh, uh, restaurant group there that if you're familiar with her, Missy Robbins was part of. And she's got Misty, Misty Pasta and Lilia in Brooklyn. She's a great Italian known chef. I think she used to work for like – Andrew uh, at Avose for a while and drew like Andrew Camelli for, for a long time, but really cool stuff that she makes part of that group. And he kind of came from that and did a pizza and did his own shop. And I will tell you this slice is what you need to get. If you guys have not had this, this is like a tomato slice with these like toasted garlicky breadcrumbs mm-hmm. on top. Like I'm, I'm telling you, this is like one of the slices that changed my life. Um, it's so good, dude. I love it. So, <laughs> so shout this, out to them, this dude. looks like a tomato pie with with yeah. garlicky breadcrumbs is that i mean yeah. so you've been yep. there, i mean th- this looks flawless right the crust the it's, you know, it's I'll, I'll dive into this it, i <laughs> i love it right because it also doesn't like there's any cheese which again is such no. such a hard thing to nail right um so agreed i don't remember being... if they put if they put pecorino or parmesan in the breadcrumbs at all but like that would be it i, I don't remember if, the, if it was just garlic or not but like the breadcrumbs That's, dude they're I, they're so that good. pizza is so hard to cook <laughs> like that to get the char and the yes. that is that is impressive so no, dude, good, it's good amazing. person good uh good pizza maker great pizza absolutely maker. absolutely um all right well speaking of, of good people we'll we'll shift it to, to to one that might be debatable depending upon where you uh sit on the side of the aisle uh this one uh, highlighting this one who caused this this was a uh, kcci who was covering it out of out of des moines um <laughs> this is from the iowa caucuses where trump uh stays after stop and hands out casey's pizza uh, to a crowd there, so I unconcerned of what anyone's opinion opinion here is it. I only mention it because Casey's was the pizza of choice to hand out afterwards. I I, I what I'm surprised is it's not Quad C's, right? It's not one of the Iowa has a style of pizza. Why are you going to the Casey's? Distinctly, um, and, and yeah. we can again talk about the socioeconomic about Casey's, and we can get into that, but. I mean, g- g- give me some malt laden dough here with some some red pepper flake. Don't 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 give me Casey's <laughs> breakfast pizza. So again, I don't want to get into politics, but I think a missed opportunity to connect with community. That's me. I couldn't I couldn't say anything more on that one. Right, get somebody local. Agreed there in that one. Yeah. Um, uh, well, let's, let's look. I know, man. I'm t- like I said, literally, we can't we can't go show without without talking about them. And boom, there they are. Spare there they contract. are again. <laughs> so um, Helen's asking, yeah, yeah, yeah. "What's the drama with Casey's Pizza?" The the fact is, it's um. Have, have you had Casey's? Will no, not yet. Wawa, it, yes, not Casey's. It's one step above bad frozen pizza, but it's not the good frozen pizza. Um, right? It's it's 
he is it, it's just it's not a quality it's it's not you know frozen dough and it's mm-hmm. better than frozen pizza but it's it's, it's a convenience store pizza right don't so, you know it, again if if you're gonna serve something serve something that was made by a local business owner there there connect with your community don't get something that was probably microwaved at one point yeah i'm with you and, and to be fair i'm, cases, I'm but... that's all right man I, I, i'm, I'm so bitter I, over the pizza and beer thing <laughs> i can't hate i can't hate because i haven't had it but to be fair I, I would try it i just haven't seen it casey's near me on a road trip yet to, to try it so when you uh, come I, visit me this summer i'm sure you'll pass about 100 and uh <laughs> you I'll, try you I'll try them all i'll try them i'll try them all every single one. <laughs> um well listen let's speaking about um pizza controversies um or i don't know pizza i don't even know what we call this I, i'm trying to give a good a good title as i pull this one up i don't i don't have one but someone was out of france 24 this is actually a bit of a throwback um throwback. if yeah so uh, there's a there's a new update but i want to highlight the story just in case anyone is is familiar with it or, or heard about it first in the past so this was called french court annuls extradition of italian mafia hitman turned pizza chef so apparently this was Wait, I think I think the article caught coverage a year or two ago for the most part, but France's top court on Tuesday annulled the lower court's decision to extradite Eduardo Greco, a convicted mafia killer turned pizza chef who has been on the run since 2006 back to Italy. Essentially, he was part of the um, I think a Calabrian uh, crime family and had been convicted of. Mur- I think it was murder or assault, um, beating of Wild. two two rivals back in in Calabria um, at a crowbar with a crowbar at a Calabrian fishmonger in 1991. Anyway, he fled to France and became beyond pop. Changed his name, became beyond popular, making pizza um, in general. And then this picture, he it kind of grew his head grew right. He got he was like, you know, fuck it, I'm going to be in the public media publications. I'll be back in the news. Here he is in this photo, and this is what caught uh, Italian authorities' attention. They recognized it, and they tied it back to who he was. He was arrested, and he's, they're trying to extradite him um, for a while. So, wild story wild. in general. I mean, first off, the best headline I've ever read in my life, right? I mean, they, they had twists and turns. <laughs> I, you, 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 I, I cannot wait for the motion picture on this. Uh, it's just wild, right? I mean, what, what an absolutely just bonkers story that uh, I'm happy we could talk about. I have nothing else to add other than, you know, as someone who writes articles, I hope that my headlines are this good <laughs> every single time. I mean, there's not much more to say, but it, like, it's wild, dude. Like, you flee Italy and become a famous speaker maker in France, and then get caught because, like, you don't you stay not you don't stay under the radar anymore. I <laughs> classic, just classic. Um, all right, we got a couple more. Let's go through them quickly, man. Let's go. All right, this next this next one up. Um, pepperoni pizza dip. I'm highlighting it for the sheer simplicity that that it is, Jim. I know I would try it. I'm sure you would try it. The ingredients are are quite simple. I'll ask. I don't know if traditionally eight ounces of softened cream cheese and half a cup of sour cream to say scream pizza to me. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, Is listen, there? I, yeah, I'll, I'll. I don't know, man. Um, 
I, I make a pizza dip. I make a version of this, or I'm a good Midwestern boy. Um, yep. I, I, I'm not, I don't hate on the idea. I hate on the ratios. Um, I think okay. that is just so much sour cream. If you think about how much a half a cup of sour cream is mm-hmm. over everything else, I think that, I think it's, I think you have a ratio problem. I think you're close. Um, also, we're dividing the grated Parmesan t- cheese twice, um, which is hard to do. Um, sorry, as a recipe writer, I have little, little pet I didn't peeves. notice that. Yeah. I didn't notice um, that. So I, I think we're on to something here. I'll try it. Just I think your ratios are uh, off. And no one is measuring out an eighth of a teaspoon of anything. Um, so 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 I I don't know. I, I'm just going to reserve my judgment for for whoever makes it. If you like it, you like it. To me, um, I'm just going to keep dividing my Parmesan mm. cheese and keep to myself. Dear, that's fair. I mean, dear God, I would not want to go all the way up to a quarter teaspoon of dried oregano and just really throw this sucker out of work. It's all, all out of proportion. That extra eighth of a teaspoon is just, it, it, it's the whole thing that ties, ties this thing together. Never mind can, the pound of cream cheese you threw into it. Can, can, you, can you have a dip, considering your, your Midwestern background, do dips exist without cream cheese or uh, sour cream? Is it just Or mayonnaise, absolute... right? It's the holy trinity of, of white globby fatty foods. Um, you have to have at least two. If you're good, you can get all three. Um, just make sure you have bagged shredded cheese on top. Um, you know, that's kind of canon, really, mostly. You can put some tater tots into it, too. Uh, you get oh. bonus points for that. But. Oh, that would be great. I'd be down for that, <laughs> man. Um, all right, let's see one more. This one, um, only good we, were talking, we, we were talking about him last time. This one's out of, uh, um, oh, sorry, guys, not last, that last one was, was um, Fox 11 online. Uh, this one is from New Jersey 101.5. Uh, and this one features, I think, um, I don't know. I want to say our favorite, but that's not the case. I, 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 in, in terms of the celeb, in, in terms of the pizzeria, these guys from Caniglios are awesome. I would put them absolutely. up there in a, in a high in a high scale for absolutely sure. Um, but this one here is uh, Tommy DeVito versus Eli Manning throwing dough at New Jersey Pizzeria. If you guys remember, from a couple of weeks ago, there was an article came up that when you know Tommy Tommy DeVito kind of caught fire quickly there with the New York Giants for reference, guys. He was a quarterback playing while um, whatever his name is was was hurt who I don't much concerned with anymore. Yeah, I know. Um, was 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 injured, um, and Tommy stepped in and played, and he's got this whole uh, Italian flair going for him. Everyone's kind of you know picked him up and, and is enjoying his time there. But he, he was going to go to Caniglio's. His his agent is even more outlandish than than he was, and jacked up a public speaking fee from like 10 grand to 20 grand or something to visit the pizzeria. Tommy seems cool, man, ended up going and actually going to the pizzeria out of the goodness of his heart and didn't get paid for it. It was our understanding and kind of made it right. And now he's back here tossing dough of which the Caniglio's team was asked who threw dough better. And they said, we're sorry to say Tommy did it better than Eli. I think that's the only time Tommy's ever going to hear that in his life. But Jim, I, I I put it to you, man. What do you think about this one? I, I mean, it's fun, right? I mean, celebrating the community, like you know, community based. And Eli Mang, I I can 
I don't know much about, but I'm sure he's a nice guy. I can tell you Tommy DeVio slings a better pie than Eli Mang, someone who grew up in the in the bayou rather than someone who who grew up in uh, you know the the greater New York, New Jersey area. So I, I love it, right? Great for charity. Um, it raised what I think over ten grand. Uh, which is yeah, amazing for, for better right? for better women and homeless veterans um, through the Knights of so Columbus. It, 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 it's a win. Concept. It's a win all around. And listen, Tommy DeVio can say he's like you said, better than Eli at something uh, since he's certainly not going to win a Super Bowls. Um, <laughs> Fair point, man. Fair point. I like it. It's a good article. Good for the guys at Caniglio to get him back and good fundraiser. That's awesome. Must have been a fun time. I would have been. I would have been oh, happy I to, love to be there. I feel like, man, celebrity pizza making things like, you know, uh, let's compare for one second. Let's talk about like daytime appearances versus like in restaurant appearances. I think these in restaurant appearances are just really cool, man, where you get someone to actually like engage and do it there. Not that I don't appreciate someone being on like Good Morning America or something. Yeah. I, I know a number of people in the community have like gotten the opportunity to be on like shows, and that's awesome. Like they're great to, to get on, but like when you're in like a restaurant kind of doing it like this, like that just must be so cool, both for them and for you, right? Yeah, it, it, you could say I've been there, right? Oh, I know that place. And it's just, yeah, there's just something about it. Again, this comes with the, the hominess of the whole environment. So I, I, I completely agree with you. I think they're just fun. They're fun. Yeah, I dig it, man. All right, man. Well, listen, as always, thanks so much for coming on. We hit on a lot of items today. We're all we're all over the news. All over um, the place. What, what came up this week? So, Jim, in general, man, thanks again for coming on. Where can everyone find you across the media, social media landscape, my yep. friend? You type in Jim Cooks Food Good wherever you consume your social media, and you will find me, my face, and my recipes. I love it, man. They can also check you out, right? I think you've recently had another article up on on the Inside Hook as well, right? Not pizza related, but all I, all the time, yeah. I, so I yeah, I do write for Inside Hook. I write about pizza. I write about food. Um, I write about the various uh, topics uh, ranging from Dingus Day to why New York Wire is actually better for pizza, which I think Ooh, was our, my first good. article. Uh, we first time we talked. Uh, what is that? Well, that's how we found you, man. So if anyone's interested, and go check that out. Does the does the water really matter? Check it out and find Jim there. Uh, all right, man. Well, listen, everyone. Thanks, everyone, for for tuning in and, and hanging with us tonight. Please, if you can, like and subscribe. Follow us here at I Need Pizza Club. We've got a number of different shows that come on that you guys can check out. So we really appreciate your support. Uh, and on that note, guys, everyone, come back and check us next week for another episode. Thanks, all. Thank you.